With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial. He's charismatic. And he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. All right, all right, all right. Good morning, everybody. ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldron, Jamie Foxx, the Thursday edition of La Edge. I'm not controversial. You're not controversial. You're just charismatic. Not even charismatic anymore. I used to be, but... uh... Since I've undergone the knife, I, I think I've lost some charisma. You know, the controversial and charismatic, like Jim Jones was controversial yeah. and charismatic. I'd like to be known for something else, which I can't say on the radio. But anyway, we controversial and charismatic carries a lot of weight. And, you know, we're going to have both of those today, as, yes, we will. as, as you well know. Uh, we're going to touch the uh, touch the outer limits of uh, civil society today, yep. aren't we? We're, yes. we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna throw some different things at you this morning. We are brought to you by Dr. David Weber, our title sponsor, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go by and see him on USON 165 North in Monroe. Monroe, 318-345-4545. Uh, got a guest coming in here at the second segment. Um, Rocky Smith has uh, been a friend for a couple years, a former police officer, mm-hmm. uh, works with the fire department, does concealed carry classes. We're going to touch on this, Jamie, and, and after the segment where Rocky, you and I are going to debate this around, and we're going to throw it out there to to our audience as well. Uh, and what prompted this was the Arkansas legislature passing uh, a bill and then having to amend said bill that would allow concealed carry, uh, among other places, in football stadiums. Yeah, War Memorial Stadium this, this, in Little Rock fall, and, then, yeah. of course, in, in, in Fayetteville as well. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to get into that a little bit, debate both sides of that. Uh, you're welcome to join us after that. Rocky's going to be in for, uh, for a segment here about 9.15. Jamie and I will probably cover a lot of that that next segment. But initially I want to get into this. And we're starting to see the NCAA. We're not starting to see. We see it. The NCAA, uh, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, all really weighing in heavily on uh, social issues. Uh, yeah. Be it the NCAA's boycotting of North Carolina mm-hmm. uh, in the venues because they did not approve of the North Carolina legislature's law that required uh, if you had a uh, little boy plumbing, you go to the little boy's room. If you have a little girl plumbing, you go to the little girl's room. That's about as simply simplified as I can make it. Uh, they felt that that was um, discriminatory. And I, I, who felt it was discriminatory? That's the question. The I NCAA, yeah. uh, the basketball coaches, the football coaches. Mm-hmm. Then again, they're going to have to land on that side anyway. Yeah. Uh, as a general rule, whether they believe that or not. And by no means am I suggesting they don't believe that. I'm just saying, as a general, you poll enough sports figures, they're going to lean that way. And I'm not here to debate that. But the NCAA pulled those games out of North Carolina. The NBA pulled the All-Star game. Yeah, they did. Took it to New Orleans. uh, Out of Charlotte. And so, interesting, the North Carolina legislature has revamped that. 
And now the NCAA says, well, we'll maybe think about coming back. We'll, we'll let you have uh, – we'll let you have contest again in North Carolina. Uh, never mind the fact that North Carolina and North Carolina State played a bunch of home football and basketball games, and I'm assuming continuing to play baseball games and softball and everything else. But here was an interesting the legislature came back, and the North Carolina legislature is pretty interesting. Uh, some legislatures filed a bill this week, and we'll see what's going to happen, uh, that would require North Carolina, University of North Carolina, and NC State to withdraw from the ACC. Yeah. Saw that. Should the conference decide to boycott the state again? So if the ACC pulls uh, North Carolina out, the bill would require those two state schools to bail on the ACC. In bailing on that, the ACC, that would severely cut their money. Uh, indeed. And uh, you see, you hear the one name of Duke not mentioned in Wake Forest. Why, you ask? Because those are private institutions not receiving state or federal funding. So... So North Carolina had no comment on it. Uh, the commissioner of the ACC, said, uh, John Swafford, uh, I would expect the NC, uh, North Carolina State, the University of North Carolina, as founding members of the ACC, be in the ACC for many, many years to come. In other words, just we're just we're, we're going to be good. But the legislature starting to take an active role in this, and the legislature. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie. Aren't they elected by? Are they appointed? Or are they elected? I would think they'd be elected. I think they're elected by the people, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how well that's going to play in Raleigh and and uh, what is it, uh, the show Frog Bottom or whatever. It might 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 show might be okay in Charlotte, but I think in the more rural areas of North Carolina, that's not going to be a big hit. Um, again, it's a situation where it uh, takes on a lot more tentacles than it was, I think, initially uh, thought to uh, affect, and I think it's also you know. Damaging. Obviously, you don't want to leave the ACC. At what point, if you do, what what are your options, and why would you? I mean, you know, this is something that uh, an edict that came down largely, I would say, from a federal level. Um, in the NBA, uh, acted the way they did. You know, at some point, it's going to be. I love what I, I still go back to the Masters uh, when it was a Martha Burke that I think tried. Yes. To, tried to tried to uh, put one over on them uh, through the feminism card at them. They said, "Fine, we don't need your advertising." Uh, and they now, pulled advertisers. Now, we don't feel that way here at 97.7. We love our advertisers. Uh, we absolutely love them and want more of them. But not, uh, we're not in the position of the masters who could uh, say, you know what, I don't need it. We, don't, uh, we can do this without it. And they proved a point, and guess what? It went away. Same thing might apply. I don't know how you could do it, but, uh, you know, uh, you do remember the boycott of uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's... Uh, that was started, and then... Uh, uh, Mike Huckabee came on and said, "Flood at Chick Fil A, and they couldn't put people. They couldn't. They ran out of chicken." At I was Chick-fil-A. at Chick Fil A this morning with with uh, Guerrero and with yeah. Mark Kramer, and that's boy- how you fight that. Yeah, the boycott's not working because I'm no, still it's, in line. It's, it's yeah, a long time. Yes, I'm sure. yes, yes, yeah. That's got to be one of the uh, the Chick Fil A on uh, North Seven has to be one of the most productive Chick Fil A's in the world. They, they do they do well over they, on they Thomas t- Road. They they have a lot of folks. Um, which is good. We like uh, local uh, establishments doing well. Um, but this, in this case, I, I see, you know, a lot of things, you know, to me, this, this becomes a molehill becoming a mountain, in my opinion. What about you, Terry? I mean, when, it's, when you're talking about asking schools to leave a conference, and, and I don't know what the ACC, where's their culpability in this? Well, I mean, they're, they're part of the NCAA. And, again, the NCAA, guys, is a voluntary organization. You don't have to be in it. 
It's a voluntary organization that uh, pays you incredibly well. Yeah, you get to share in the revenue. Uh, you, you're sharing the revenue, which is a whole lot. Uh, you know, just on the men's basketball term, Jamie, that's almost a billion dollars yeah. in revenue. A billion with a B. That's a lot. And so as we're seeing professional sports, we're seeing college sports weigh in a lot more on social uh, issues that, that people feel strongly about or, or, or what have you. I think you're seeing a little bit of a backlash by, by some folks as well going, you know, hey, wait a minute, I'm coming to a basketball game, football game, whatever. I'm not really interested in the opinions uh, of the institution or, or this or that because they, they tend to, typically the institutions, and having been in higher education for 20-plus years, I would tell you that 95% of it is going to land on uh, the left side of the political spectrum. Sure. And whether that's good or bad, I don't know. It's just that's a personal observation I have. But North Carolina, again, finds itself in the crosshairs of so many things going on. The University of Maryland, you know, we talked about the North Carolina academic issue for 20 years, basically fraudulent classes that athletes and non-athletes took, uh, primarily in the African-American studies program. I mean, they, they weren't even writing papers and getting A's. It was, it was some of the most egregious things in terms of academic fraud, Perhaps it's been brought to light in a very, very long time. The NCAA North Carolina, I think since 2012, had been going back and forth on this deal. Well, it was interesting. Uh, Dr. Wallace Lowe, who is the president of Maryland University, University of Maryland, uh, was on Sirius XM. It was a College Sports Nation show the other day. And he talked about uh, the subject of the lengthy investigation and uh, he called it abysmal for the length of it. And he added the implementation of the death penalty mm-hmm. against North Carolina. By the way, they just won the men's basketball national championship. The death penalty could be a fitting punishment well, there's for an over- the Tar Heels. There's an overreaction if there ever was one. Um, well, Roy Williams, mm-hmm. who has been very outspoken, especially Roy with his third title, is starting to feel his – uh, his power, obviously, very, very powerful individual. Uh, with its, and has taken uh, great umbrage, if you will, with people that attack the institution. It is, you know, I guess Penn State people would take umbrage of people that attack Penn State and, and so forth and so on. But uh, now this is a sitting president. Okay, to get to be a college president, not an easy task. There, there's a lot of uh, things you have to do to climb to the pinnacle of that mountain. So this is the sitting college president at Maryland that said, yeah, I probably expect him to have the death penalty, although he also made the point that he didn't know that much about it, which strikes you as odd. Uh, no word whether he flew United Airlines to that thing because that might, exp- you know, if you get beaten up, that might exp- uh, explain a little bit of your your haze. But Roy Williams um, made this comment. We have a president that says we should get the death penalty. A president of another university. I mean, to me, that's just so silly. A guy told me one time, you can get a little knowledge, and it turns you into an idiot. But no knowledge, you're a double idiot. And that's the way I look at this. Mm -hmm. So the old Fonzie up your nose with a rubber hose issued by Roy Williams calling the president of Maryland a double idiot. Well, there's a college president that uh, spent too much time in in academia, obviously. And that's, you know, it's like... uh, if you did a, as you said, if you probably did a survey, uh, 96% of the Cornell faculty did not vote for our current president, which is fine. 
uh, 91%, I, I, I would say, of all Ivy League schools, right? Uh, you know, think differently than perhaps you and I, maybe not. I don't know. But um, for a sitting president to make a comment about another institution, um, it's not done often, Jamie. It's not done often, and 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 is he? And then he comes out and admits, I don't know that much about it. Well, guess what? You know what? Then you shouldn't be. You know, if you can't speak intelligently about it, why make a comment? And uh, because you know, it, again, it, this gets this goes beyond you know common sense and judgment to emotionalism, and that's what to me a lot of these this this whole this whole controversy is about it's it's based on emotionalism it's not based on sound facts sound okay it says you go use the restroom of your of your birth certificate wow that's a novel thought imagine that that's so that's that's so far off to try to i, I mean i don't know i mean and i'm i'm very empathetic to people who uh, you know have this you know in the lbgt community who have this confliction um, I understand. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not casting stones at them. But what I am saying is, why, why not give the state of North Carolina the same amount of deference, uh, the ability to make their call, and that's the that's the thing I see is there's not. This is not a 50-50 situation. This is you either agree with us or you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> wrong is, is is the nicest thing they say about you. Then they start getting into the personal attacks. Well, and, and I think that's where we're going with this in the fact that, and, and even the North Carolina, it was the vice chancellor of communications, Joel Curran, who made the comment. He goes, clearly Dr. Lowe, and this is the University of Maryland president, misunderstands the facts of the case and how those NCAA bylaws apply to those facts. Well, here's the thing. If this were Nickel State or Louisiana Monroe or Southeastern or anybody in the state probably not named LSU, mm-hmm. they would have shut stuff down by now. And I think any reasonable person gets that. You you had a situation. I, I can't cast blame on who or what or how, but if you read the ca- the facts of that case, there was massive academic fraud perp- uh, perpetuated, massive. And the fact that nobody has been held accountable for it, I think, frustrates a lot of other people, a lot of other schools. Going, wait a minute, we they fired Bruce Pearl at Tennessee for lying about a kid showing up to a barbecue. And he did. If you lie to him, it is a major violation. He got fired over a barbecue. And yet you see North Carolina, and again, I'm not casting blame or or, or anything else, but I'm telling you what happened if you read the the materials. And yet they are pretty much skating on this. And I think that's the frustration a lot of smaller schools, uh, not North Carolina-like, have with NCAA. Well, sure. I mean, you saw both Arkansas State and ULM have to change their mascots. Due to the heavy hand of the NCAA, which is fine, uh, except you know, again, selective justice. Does it, you think this has anything to do with the fact that North Carolina generally is in the, at least the Sweet Sixteen every year? What's that team at Florida State? What's their mascot? Uh, that'd be the Seminoles. Yeah, and that's... they seem to be able to conjure up something from. Uh, I don't know. They can get Chief, you know, what you you know, what you call it, can come in and say, you know, it's okay, uh, but you know. And the argument's been made. You've heard the argument. You know, the NCAA is so mad at ULM they gave uh, – excuse me, they're so mad at uh, Nebraska they gave Cleveland State, you know, the death penalty. Um, That's the way it's selective. You you see in Baylor, uh, North Carolina, all these schools with some some capital. And then then you have to ask yourself, well, what's what's the motivated – money. Yep. Money. I mean, 
North Carolina's won six NCAA national championships. So. Yeah, it's – you know, we're, we're going to continue that debate. We're going to go take our first break. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx's segment sponsored by our friends at Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design Tower Drive in Monroe next to Nukes. Go by and check them out. Tell Jay, Eric, and company you heard it on ESPN and the edge had lunch there yesterday parmesan peppercorn dressing mm. with whatever you order it does matter of fact you can just go order the uh, a side of parmesan peppercorn you will be happy probably goes good on the pizza too uh, yeah i think so yeah pizza's good too yes the 97.7 cherry water jamie fox the edge back in a minute Take me down. At Bancorp South, we're right where you are. Literally. Want to bank online? We're there. Text banking? Yep. Banking app? Right there again. Simply put, Bancorp South gives you the banking relationship you want so you can bank how you want. Of course, if you'd like to experience our service firsthand, we'd love to have you. So for all your banking, business, mortgage, and insurance needs, call or visit your local branch or go to BancorpSouth.com. Bancorp South. We're right where you are. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hey, small business owners, are you managing your backups or are they managing you? Kevin with Hitech again. What if a tornado or a flood or a fire destroyed your office and all of your files? Or CryptoLocker came calling and denied you access to your data. Could your business recover? At Hitech, we have a solution that will back up, protect, and recover your data, and it's more cost-effective than you think. Call us today at 582-1800 to learn more. That's Hitech, 582-1800. Jilly's Heating and Cooling has been proudly servicing our community since 1978, reviewing every finite detail to make sure each job was done correctly. Whether it's keeping you warm in the winter or cool in the summer, you can have peace of mind getting the maximum energy efficiency by the best of the Delta. Now with 0% APR 36-month financing with payment on qualifying carrier units. Turn to the experts. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, your authorized carrier dealer. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny skies with warmer temperatures today and a high of 85 degrees. Mostly clear skies. A bit cool tonight, a low 62. Plenty of sunshine in the forecast for tomorrow and a high of 83 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. We're going to stay on our NCAA rant here for just a moment. We talked about North Carolina being the epicenter, Jamie, of uh, so many things with the NCAA. They pull the... Uh, the tournaments out of there this year, the the competitive things because of the bathroom bill, they've rescinded that bill. Now the NCAA says, okay, we will let you 
Uh, we will we'll now have our tournaments again there. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Uh, you're, you're off the naughty list yeah. for the time being. And now the legislature has a bill up to say, hey, if they do that again, North Carolina and North Carolina State will forfeit their membership in the ACC. I'm betting that you have some uh, conferences that would be more than interested mm-hmm. in taking North Carolina and North Carolina State in and the money that they bring. Yeah, and I think that's, again, an overreach on uh, legislators' part. Uh, you know, again, at this point, you're talking about the, the revenue. Just think, of, as you indicated in the last segment, how much revenue is brought in by North Carolina just, just this run in the NCAA, just this tournament alone, not counting the six national championships they've had. So it's uh, pretty amazing. And I don't think they want to, you know, in this day of, uh, being able to fund higher education, I don't. I wouldn't turn my nose up at that, but apparently the people, uh, some of these uh, do-gooders in the in, in North Carolina legislature, think it's, uh, you know, it's it's time to uh, to slap them. Um, well, they're fighting. They're fighting back against the NCAA, yeah, I mean it, which they perceived was an unjust. You know, and, and I'll take the. I'm going to take North Carolina's side on this, not because I agree or disagree with their stance, mm-hmm. but you have a governing group of people in your legislature that were elected by the people. Exactly. They make a law because that's what they do. You're a lawmaker, you make a law. And then a outside governing body that has no jurisdiction over your state arbitrarily decides, hey, we don't like this, so we're going to pull all of our organization. Uh, basically, they're, they're holding them hostage to money. We're not going to let you make money off this organization. Although you have two of the biggest, best schools in the country in our organization, we're not going to let you profit off of that. Well, and again, the double standard exists between, uh, you know, the the, the uh, swiftness in which they've acted. I mean, here's North Carolina. This thing's been dragging out for, what, about two years, 22 months, 23 months? No, a lot longer. It's like 2012, I think, it's when it broke. All right, academic impropriety at North Carolina. Massive. Here's Ole Miss, which, you know, probably uh, is they, – they've – Obviously, in pay, maybe illegal payments or whatever, big. De- I mean, you know, like that doesn't happen every day. So they've lost. They've already uh, self-imposed eleven scholarship. I mean, Ben uh, Ben Mintz addressed this earlier. Uh, I mean, by God, they're they're basically you know they come down swift and fast on Ole Miss, and yet this thing, as you indicated, I, that to me, uh, you know, why isn't the NCA held to the same standards they try to hold these other institutions to? It's it's different. I mean, it's it's like the federal government. They're judge, jury, and executioner, yeah, Jamie. Okay, we'll just print more money. You know who the che- you know who the check and balances is for the NCAA? Nobody. The NCAA. Yeah. We're going to investigate ourselves. We've investigated. We found no improprieties. Yeah, exactly. We're good. Yeah, but I mean, you just look. You take those two schools as an example, Ole Miss and North Carolina, and the way that they have. Uh, you know, the swiftness in which they've, you know, basically annihilated Ole Miss, uh, and then the in the way they've just dragged this thing out, academic impropriety. Look at Donnie Tyndall. Yes. Donnie Tyndall gets a 10-year show cause at Tennessee. Never happened before. Ten years has never. Well, they never, gave it to Bliss. Well, and I would dare say Bliss is probably more deserving of it than Donnie Tyndall. But, but you know, really and truly, Bliss covered up. Bliss paid. Uh, if you really want to look at what Bliss did illegally, Jamie, Bliss was having uh, the student-athlete's tuition taken care of while he was sitting out the year. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. Okay? Is it illegal? Absolutely. But if we said Joe did that at Adams State University for a track athlete, and we found out that Joe was paying for his tuition, Coach Joe, 
you know, he probably gets fired or, or severely reprimanded. He doesn't get a 10-year show cause penalty. Right. Dave Bliss gets a 10-year show cause, but he said, hey, the kid is uh, was probably a drug dealer. That was what – so – through no illegality, he made an inu- uh, an accusation, basically to cover his own hiney, and he gets a ten year show cause penalty. Donnie Tyndall, they said that there were t- I think two kids that were uh, they were working on their academics. I don't know the details of it. These are two kids from New York. No, or- they were Southern Mississippi Southern kids. Mississippi. Okay. This one he was at Southern Miss, right? And he gets a ten year show cause on academic impropriety, and then North Carolina. Who is, is, I mean, it goes into the multitude of student athletes and, and regular students as well. Multiple years. Multiple years. 20 year period, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And they're still trying to decide crickets. to decide. Yeah, it's crickets. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's some selective enforcement going on. I think your, your point about Ole Miss, and, and this, is sub, this is standard operating procedure. Anytime you see an organization or a school in football or basketball that jumps up, they never have been very good. All of a sudden, they start winning big time. You can bet the suits from the NCAA are going to be in there pretty quickly. And nine times out of ten, within a three-year period, you're going to see massive violations uh, out of that program. Because, again, who's more important, Ole Miss or North Carolina? Well, in the NCAA, as North Carolina. Absolutely. Not even close. Because of what they do in basketball. Because of what they do in basketball. The revenue they produce. That's right. Right. And so I, I think people get the hypocrisy part of it. You know, I looked at the Major League Baseball and the Cleveland Indians. They have Chief Wahoo as their mascot. Mm-hmm. Now, you can feel any way you want to about that. It's, it's been around for a long time. And I'm not one of these guys that go, you know, I, we need to do this because it's tradition. That's the way we've always done it. I'm not that guy. But now uh, Manfred who is the commissioner of baseball, is really heating up the Cleveland Indians to retire Chief Wahoo after this year. That would make a lot of children in Cleveland very unhappy. Well, you know, it goes back to the Washington Redskins argument with Daniel mm-hmm. Snyder. Uh, you know, if you find it offensive, that that's that's your prerogative to do or, or, or not to do. But what, in terms of an organizational standpoint, can you dictate – what another franchise chooses to do. You know, in other words, if I want to name my, my team the, the Jamie Foxx uh, fighting premium coffees, I should have the right to do that. Now, you as a fan could be offended by that because you like tea. You don't like coffee. So you don't have to participate and buy tickets or support my organization. And at some point, that will reflect negatively on me. And I will say, you know what? I don't want to be the fighting coffees anymore. I'm going to be the fighting beverages mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And I'm making fun of it. But at what point with the politically correct statements out there, you know, you know, we talked about ULM changing a mascot. Uh, their first game, if I'm not mistaken, after they changed to the Warhawks, was the Alcorn Braves, correct? Uh, I believe that was their first football game. Braves, are, aren't they Native American? And uh, don't let's not forget our friends at, at, in Tallahassee, who they play this year. Florida State. The Seminoles. The Seminoles. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, Choctaws. I think Mississippi State is still the Choctaws. If memory Mississippi serves. College, Mississippi yeah. Mississippi College is still the – so, I mean, I mean it, the absurdity of it, the double standards, uh, this is what gets people riled up. And, and, you know, the NCAA continues to poke the eye 
of, of everybody who, you know, and, and you said that's there's no checks and balances on them well, at the, all. The hypocrisy is this. We can't elect them and throw them out like no. you can in politics. The, the hypocrisy is this, Jamie. The fact that the NCAA will allow games in, and so does the NFL, you'll allow them in Mexico. Uh, London. You know, and London's not as bad, but, but the, all the – the material, the uniforms, the logos, the T-shirts, all the the stuff that they sell, the junk that they sell, yeah, they're made in Southeast Asia, the majority of them, in the sweatshops by child labor. But that's okay. But, you know, we're really offended by the bathroom bill in North Carolina. But, yeah, we're going to go to Mexico, who has a huge history of human rights violations. The materials that we sell are made in Southeast Asia by child laborers. That's okay. But we're really offended on this. It's the selective persecution or prosecution, I think, is what have people up in arms, mm-hmm. or, or a lot of, enough people up in arms. And, again, I think so many people are, are very socially aware these days, maybe more so now than ever, simply because of the Internet and the access to information. But I think you, you – and you saw this with Kaepernick. I think you run a lot of people contrary to what their beliefs are. I, I think that you get into situations where, you know – I just want to watch the ball game. I I just want to watch the ball. But the other people are going, well, it's just more than a ball game. Well, to some it is and some it isn't. When I go to a movie, I go watch a a Tom Cruise movie. I'm not interested in somebody's politics. I'm interested, is the movie any good? You know, I want to go watch a movie. I want to escape for an hour and a half. And that's me at my age. You know, a 17 to 20-year-old might be different. You might be... You know, worrying about saving the manatees during the movie or something. You know, I don't know what those things are. But the NCAA, Major League Baseball, the NFL, you know, the NFL, you're talking about the height of hypocrisy. You suspend Tom Brady for maybe knowing possibly about four footballs being deflated, maybe. And then, you know, Ray Rice deal knocks his then-girlfriend out, two games for you. And it's just arbitrary, off-the-charts, selective in non-selective penalties, punitive penalties, and they're just all across the board. I think the inconsistency is what drives people crazy. It does. I mean, that's exactly what uh, I think you could even, you know, uh, I, I think the NCAA is betting that most people are not going to do like like you brought out about the jerseys being, you know, made in Southeast Asia and in Mexico and the human rights violations that go on there. And they're betting that everybody's going to get caught up in an emotionalism of, oh, my gosh, this is a uh, – a mascot that uh, depicts a Native American. Um, this is crazy, and and then the you know then this is a little wonder now. It's it's moved down the uh, moved down the chain to uh, the, the bathrooms, and now we've got to you know be more cognizant of this. Uh, but to me, it's the hypocrisy of it, the inconsistencies that you brought out. This is why people. This is why we are where we are right now, and uh, as a country, and this is why people have reacted the way they had. But you know what? The people making the making these decisions don't give us enough credit. They don't think we're smart enough to go on the, to do this research behind it and realize this is a bunch of bunk. Yeah, you better look at the NFL ratings this year if you think people yeah. aren't uh, cognizant of what's going on. You're listening to ESPN 97.7, Jamie Foxx, Terry Walter. This segment sponsored by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. 318-342-1411. 342-1411. Put Bobby on your side. We'll be back in a minute.
is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our spring clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge. We've got a great selection, so hurry in to pick your new ride, like a 17 Jeep Cherokee Sport for only $19.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited for only $34.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland is $5,000 off MSRP, 17 Jeep Renegade is only $18.9, and 16 Wranglers are $4,000 off MSRP. It's going on now during the spring clearance event at Brennan Dodge I-20 Service Road, Ruston. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. Some fireworks, huh? You feel that? I guess not. Too late for him, I guess. If he'd have lived through it, he could have been down off that back hole by now. Maybe thinking about a cold one after work. Too late for him. But there's still time for you. Call 811 before you dig. Wait for the site to be marked. And always, always dig with care. L.A. One Call. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. How about your choice? A brand new two- or three-bedroom home for only $29,995. Our prices won't be beat at Greg Tilly's. See our huge inventory today and save thousands at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. We live in Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Jamie and I vociferously debating our next topics, and I think we took a vote, and it was one-to-one, and we're still waiting on hearing from the NCAA on uh, – the legality of our next couple uh, topics. Yet somebody else we're not going to be getting Christmas cards from this year, the NCAA. And try to imagine how little I care. Maybe Danny Etling could get a job with the NCAA. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know listen, you've been absolved from that. I've talked okay. to the Etling family, and they are. We're uh, all good now? Oh, they're all good. They're saying, look, he's, you know, it's, uh, he's entitled. We know he really cares about Yeah, that. my daughter's and, tuition is triple, though. I, I got the bill yesterday. What's going to happen if Danny Etling asks your daughter out? What are you going to do then? I should get good football tickets. <laughs> There's honesty, ladies and gentlemen. Right. One, one thing I can count on. I mean, just say a, a, a fantasy dinner date with Danny Etling. Uh, hey, I admire I any student athlete. I, I really I do. do. It's uh, he's a good guy. He's a good kid. He just, you know, he's he's, he's got limitations like we all do. Dude, we, yeah, hey, look, I told you it was never his fault. They put him in the game, and, and I hope he does well. I, I, you know, maybe he grows and and pulls like almost a Jared Lee like uh, resurrection. And then you can start and lead them to number one in the country and get benched. What is the last time you saw a quarterback that led his team like what seven and eight no or whatever they were number one in the country and he gets benched and never plays again? Uh, that would be Jarrett Lee. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, he blesses. He uh, he kind of came unraveled there at the end. 
Um, but we hope that doesn't happen to Danny Etling. No. Uh, he won't have Brandon Harris breathing down his neck. He's at North Carolina. Do you really? Of all places. Of all places. Yeah. Did you really think uh, he was really sweating Brandon Harris after you beat him out? Um, no. I mean, do I think Etling was? Yeah. I, no. No. He, he knew that was. That's my job. Yeah. That, he, he knew he was secure in that. But, you know, did Etling win that job or did Harris lose that job? I would say, unfortunately, Harris lost that Because they gave that guy every opportunity and yeah. then some. Yeah. And I think it was, um, you know, just, it, it, you know, there are situations where, and you're seeing, you know, we've gone into the transfer rule ad infinitum, but, um, you know, sometimes it's just not a good fit. And apparently Brandon Harris feels the offense, Larry Fedora is going to run it at North Carolina, is going to be more tailored to his to what he can do. Um, we'll see. Uh, I don't think he has to – is he a graduate? I think he yeah, will be graduate a graduate, transfer. so he will be eligible immediately. I, I'm, not, I'm going to make this comparison. And I, let me let me preface this, Jamie, first of all, saying I, I don't know that this is the situation. But I'm going to tell you, I had something sort of similar happen in my coaching career. I had a, a this is when I was at Texas Wesleyan. I had a kid who was the fourth leading scorer in the NCAA in Division One, fourth, fourth in the country, uh, leading scorer in TCU history. Whoa! And uh, tremendous player. He was second, and this is when they were in the whack. Second to Jimmer Uh-oh. by like a couple points. This guy could fill it up. That's strong. It's strong. He could play, and he transferred to us as a senior. There, there were some things going on. So Jim Christian, who was the head coach at TCU at the time, called me like Walter. Look, here's the deal. This kid is an unbelievable talent, but if you try to coach him, you're going to pull what little hair you have out, and he's going to pull his hair out too. If you leave him alone, he's going to score 30 points a night. I like Marshall Henderson at Ole Miss. Yeah, you leave him alone. Right. But if you try to coach him, it's going to frustrate him and you. And so I'm like, you know, this is just typical coach. And we're both in Fort Worth, and I got to know him a little bit. Good guy. And so we start practice. And if you just watch open gym, Jamie, we had NBA scouts coming by. I mean, this guy could, at 6'4", left-handed, could just fill it up. And a uh, phenomenal player. I mean, one of the best players. If just in an open gym, you're like, my God, this kid's an NBA player. Could shoot at 10 feet off the three line. And so we started practicing and just running a few simple sets. He couldn't run anything. When I say he couldn't run anything, you can run a high ball screen and let him play. He didn't know what he was going to do next. So I'm like, okay, there's some limitations here. And so we started running inbounds plays. Well, I'm trying because he's such a prolific scorer. I'm running sets for him on an inbounds play. And uh, inbounds play in, in college basketball, even high school basketball, if you know what you're doing, it's like a uh, it's like the spread offense in football. There's a bunch of reads. There's a bunch of variables on it, and it's your ability to read that, and it makes it very tough to defend if if you got guys that can do it. This could couldn't even get lined up in the right spot. And I'm like, oh, my God. And we're trying to run stuff for him. The other four kids are running. And he's standing there. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a good coach. I'm going to figure that. I'm going to make him inbound the ball. I mean, I, you know, how hard is it to throw it to the open guy? Well, it's more difficult than I thought it was. <laughs> Couldn't do that either. We ended up, Jamie, putting him on a box, you know, underneath the lane. Look, stand here. You can go screen somebody if you want to. You can pop out if you want to. You do whatever it is you want to because you're going to do that anyway. Put him into- Just put him in a box, and then everybody else, we ran a three-mount inbounds play. We gave him a second and a half to make a decision, but you had to overcoach his limitations. Wow. And he was right. I mean, this kid could absolutely play, but he had no concept of how to play the game. And so he's bounced around Europe and, you know, but a really nice kid, but just had no idea. So, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if the Harris situation is the same. If you put him in a structured situation, 
is he not able to comprehend what you're wanting him to do? And I know Fedora runs some pretty good stuff over at North Carolina. So how quickly he'll be able to – he didn't pick it up at LSU in three years. And so you wonder how quickly he'll be able to pick it up uh, at North Carolina because, what, Jennings went to Lafayette and had a – what, a pedestrian season, I, I think would be fair. He did fair. He did, yeah. he did okay. I don't even think, though, but to be honest with you, I don't think he's, he was the starter at every game. I think he played a, a good bit. I think he was the – Pseudo starter, but I mean, um, he had a couple of games. I think he missed due to injury. But yeah, I mean, he didn't really light it up at at Lafayette. Um, so a lot so of it's fit, the, man. A lot yeah. of it's just fit, and you know, it's hard to learn new terminology. Yeah, it's it's hard to get into that new system. And you know, I'm sure North Carolina has some players there that think they're deserving. And if you're Harris and his advisors, you would think you pick that with the opportunity to go play because the last thing you want to do is transfer and not play. And so that should be well, interesting to see what happens. And you don't you don't know whether it's a you know I think in in some cases you want to believe that maybe it wasn't a good fit because I think Harris ran the spread in high school so I, I think it's more of a pro style that he was asked to fit in whether he would have adjusted uh, to Canada's uh, scheme we don't know but apparently they felt comfortable enough that it, it, you know it was just okay it was a, it was a mutual parting I mean there wasn't you know. Harris didn't say anything bad about LSU. LSU didn't say anything bad about him. It's just, you know, hey, we just we got to go our separate ways. And I think, you know, I wish the kid well because and it, when you hear him speak, when you hear, I mean, sounds like an intelligent kid. Yeah, I mean, very nice a, kid. Very nice, intelligent. You know, seems to sometimes to, things just don't work. Sometimes it's just not a fit. So we'll see. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be pulling for him. I mean, I'm not an NC fan by by choice, but I mean, I hope he does well. Um, and we'll see. But. Uh, you know, because goodness knows Danny Etling needs his friends because there's not a lot of them here on this radio station. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. And, and Danny Etling, um, you know, he'll it's probably his to lose. Yeah, I would think but it is. But there's some kids behind him with yeah. some talent. We'll see. You want to see him get pushed? A couple texts in here. Uh, <laughs> Double J's first text is pretty good. He was uh, referencing my plumbing quote. I'm not going to say, but it was pretty funny what he said. Yes. Uh, Sam tells us, about uh, UNC and North Carolina, they'd lose so much money. Would the state legislature co- cover that loss by pulling out of the ACC? Somebody else suggested that maybe uh, North Carolina and North Carolina State could just play each other over and over and over again. Yes. Uh, FS said if there's any justice at all, Carolina would have gotten the death penalty already. Uh, <laughs> as Greg Gutfield said, we have a nation governed by hurt feelings. Uh, Double J said, what do you guys want, a communist takeover of the NCAA and NFL? Perhaps it's already been done that way. I think so. Uh, let's see. Uh, got a couple others that are pretty good. You know, I I don't know that I have the answer. I think the the NCAA is much like the IRS. They're not real popular, but nobody's come up with a better way to govern and regulate those things. Everybody keeps going, we got to have something better. Uh, well, let, let's come up with something better. And yet nobody has. But the NCAA is a voluntary organization. It is. And, again, Jamie, the biggest single thing in 20 years with NCAA, revenue is incredible. I mean, a, a, a 10,000-fold has increased. Everything has increased, salaries, uh, money to the universities, and they're building all kind of buildings and uh, salaries of coaches and administrators and athletic directors. The only thing that stayed the same is the labor force. The labor force has stayed the same. The wages have largely stayed the same. Now, I'm, we're not going to do that today. We might do that next week. We might get into talking about uh, student-athletes and do they or do they not deserve some sort of compensation for what they do. I'm going to save that for another day. But, 
you know, we go back into the NCAA and we look at Major League Baseball. We look at the, and I think the NBA is probably the most socially justice aware organization, perhaps. Uh, maybe the WNBA a little bit further, but like seven people watch that, so we're not mm. gonna we're not gonna count that. Well, one. They're definitely socially aware in the um, WNBA. But you know, at what point do do you like jump the shark? Um, you know, we go back to ULM, and I guess that's where we started this this thing at when they changed the name from the Warhawks, or excuse me, from the Indians. Yep. To the Warhawks, and then you look at everybody else that still has the uh, the Native American uh, mascot affiliate. Uh, from the Florida State Seminoles, I think the Fighting Sioux of North Dakota. I think they are still the Sioux. Um, Cle- uh, the Washington Redskins at this point. Washington Redskins, the, Cle- the Atlanta Braves, the Cleveland Indians. Um, Arkansas State did change theirs. To the Red Wolves. Um, again, against it, it, it basically boils down to you have, and, and that's what the NCAA does. They pick on the, the people that can't fight them. And uh, Arkansas State and ULM don't have the resources to take on the end. I mean, we they folded like a bunch of chairs, but that's all they could do. I mean, because the uh, and that's the problem. The NCAA holds the purse strings. Well, I mean, at some so point, many. and we've talked about this before we go to break, at some point, you know, we, we how many people are perpetually offended by everything? I wake up today and go, what's going to offend me today? Right. The FS, the Fighting Illini of Illinois. There you go. Well, we we I've seen their teams. I don't know how much fight are in them, but your point is well there taken. There has been in the past. <laughs> There's yeah. been little fight in the Illini here lately. But that's but they get to keep their mascot. They get to keep their mascot. It's the ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, JB Fox. Look, we will figure this out. I promise you. Uh, if anybody can, we can. So good stuff here. This segment. We're going to continue. Uh, continue with this uh, topic when we return this segment sponsored by our friends at spinevel lemmy lane and monroe folks you got easter coming up you got mother's day you got graduation all those things and just make, know, it, make it easy friend, on yourself make it easy on yourself go by spinevel lemmy lane and monroe pamper the special people in your life go see drew and company or give them a call 318-807-1060 318-807-1060 spinevel for all of your special friend needs Go by and check them out. Jamie and I will be back in a minute. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. You can drive the luxury of Lincoln for less in a pre-owned Lincoln from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. They have a very good inventory of pre-owned Lincolns in stock, many models in all price ranges. 
from a 2000 Lincoln LS to a low mileage 2016 Navigator. Most are certified pre-owned Lincolns with 100,000 mile warranties. You owe it to yourself to see the selection of pre-owned Lincolns today at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx is a quick programming note. Uh, Rocky Smith's going to be on tomorrow. We're going to get into the stadium concealed carry law. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkansas has been talking about. We're going to talk a little concealed carry here and not only sporting events, but uh, how you go about getting that concealed carry, if that's what you choose to do, um, the limitations, uh, the liabilities, the, uh, the logistics, if you will, of, of having that, the responsibility. So that should be fun tomorrow. We're also going to – I'm going to get James DeMeo back on, who's a sports security, uh, one of the top guys in, in the world, literally, that uh, we've had him on before to talk about Super Bowl security. He was a consultant with that. and. Uh, he gives, you know, when we had James on, it, it, the things that he covers, you don't even, you don't, you don't even think about, right? It. And and the the depth and the, you know, it's kind of like talking to a Mensa guy, but I mean, I still enjoyed it. He was uh, fascinating information. Well, it's there's a lot of thought that goes on yeah, in security, um, in in sporting events, you know, you know, and I, we're going to get in this with Rocky tomorrow. I'll sort of preview it just a little bit. But there was a report that in, at MetLife Stadium, mm-hmm. they put in metal detectors, two of them, to the tune of $500,000. Now, this is a, a major stadium. So five hundred grand, probably not as much as it would be to Sterlington High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the issue. When you put the metal, and Shreveport has metal detectors. If you go to games over there, really? a lot, yeah, a lot of the schools uh, throughout the country, especially the bigger venues, have metal detectors. And the thing about it, if we go to a local high school game here, and it doesn't matter what school, it could be West Monroe, OCS, Oak Grove, it doesn't matter. You're going to have people that are at the gate that take up tickets. Most of the time, this is the civics teacher Mm -hmm. or the athletic secretary or the band parents. It's going to be somebody affiliated with a school. Typically, it's a non-paying job. It's just one of those uh, extra duties that they tend to uh, to give you. Right. Uh, extra duties as dis- uh, extra duties as required. I think or assigned. I, I think that's the verbiage in the contract. Extra duties as assigned. Additional duties as assigned. Uh, but here's the problem: if you put the metal detector in, Jamie, somebody walks through and triggers the metal detector. Who is going to take care of that? The civics teacher who's not trained for it. Yeah. Good point. Who do you who do you really bring in? You've got to have security. Uh, uh, no, you have Fire to have security. legitimate police officers' right. security, which is fine. That's what you got to do. But all of a sudden, it comes back to the almighty dollar. Will you take a, a situation where you're putting, you know, you take LSU, where you're putting uh, uh, how many how many people are holding LSU? Eighty eighty five thousand now? Yeah, well, no, they're over a hundred. They're over a hundred. Okay, they're yeah. over a hundred thousand. 
And I'm waiting on my tickets from Danny Etling, by the way, to mm-hmm. verify that. Okay, so i got got 100,000 people in a stadium. I can afford certain amenities that somebody that puts 2,000 people in a stadium cannot. So all of a sudden, if I have a $20,000 bill for armed security, okay, that's i got got 100,000 people, 20,000, okay, I can make that work. If i got 2,000 people and now I have a $5,000 bill for security or whatever it might be, because those guys are not cheap and and, you know, that's the one thing you don't want. You know, you don't want discount eye surgeons. Mm-hmm. You don't want discount security. This is true. Okay. You want you want the best. Well, I mean, you want people that are competent and trained. Sure. Because it is a volatile situation. And, and the funny thing is, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, people, uh, well, you know, if they bring guns to games. Folks, you don't think there are guns at games. You're losing your mind. Go to any high school football game. I guarantee you, if you had like a... Somebody's packing. Do you know how many people are packing at these games? Football, basketball, baseball. It's unbelievable. But, you know, we can all feel good. And, well, there's no... Because they have a no-gun sign allowed. Yeah, they're not bringing guns in. You know, it's like you and I get, you know, at the radio show, hey, let's go rob the 7-Eleven, Jamie. And we walk up there, and they have a no-gun sign allowed at the 7-Eleven. Dang it, I guess we have to go somewhere else. Well, you know, you we only need to look to our friends in Chicago, Illinois, to know how that works, don't we? The most draconian gun, gun laws in the country. Gun-free zone in Chicago. Now, I don't know what the answer is. Am I, am I saying arm every person that comes in? No. But I think uh, there are so many bells and whistles at this. That it, it's you know we had a school shooting the other day, uh, out in California, San Bernardino. Yeah, once again, it, it was yeah. a domestic violence situation where the uh, I, I guess the estranged husband came mm-hmm. in and, uh, and and murdered his wife. And I uh, was it one child or two I think, child? I think one child was killed the, the, and another one was wounded. Yeah, you know, and, and and I guess that's the bizarre thing because, and again, I mean, if you don't know me, I'm a, I'm a very pro Second Amendment person. I don't mind. I'll go ahead and tell you I take that stance, uh, and within reason. I, I'm not over the top with it but we protect our politicians Mm -hmm. with guns we protect our money at banks with guns we protect uh pretty much anything of value with armed security forces we protect our children with a sign that says no guns allowed now i don't know that the answer is guns in every school or every school event or whatever but uh, I, w- Well, you wonder if uh, up in Connecticut when they had the school shooting, if someone had been able to shoot back, might have made a difference. I'm, yep. not, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm, I hear you. I mean, that, why can't we at least visit that? That's my pro- question to, to the people that say, you know, no, why can't we at least visit that and say, what have we had? What if we'd had an armed officer? Been able to shoot back. I mean, what for? I don't know how many kids were Would killed. the guy have went there? Have you, have yeah, you noticed have even that the shootings that? are yeah. all in gun-free zones? Right. I mean, just because a person's crazy doesn't mean they're stupid. It's a good point. I you mean, know, you're right. I mean, I, and I'm not advocating or not advocating. I just I think we visited out there in the sports arenas, and the typical thing is this. And I think there's a valid point to this. Well, as aggravated and as angry as people get, if there are guns involved, if people is armed, now they're going to shoot the second base umpire because they're mad. You know what? It's a possibility. But you don't think those same people probably have guns already? I mean, there's a ton of people that have concealed carry, and there's people that don't have concealed carry. They just carry them anyway. They, they you know, it's it's unbelievable, especially you get in the South. Yeah, and, and that's just uh, a byproduct of, of our society and uh, heritage, upbringing, whatever. But it, it's just the truth. But again, Terry, this bleeds over into uh, into into the political landscape. I mean, you can't tell me 
when, you know, you're verbally assaulted, you know, in, in the eyes of many that, okay, you cling to your Bibles and your guns. Well, you know what? People took a little bit of offense to that down, sure. didn't they? And I think it manifested itself in many different ways. Um, and I think, you know, you can you can say what you want. But, I mean, nobody's willing, Terry, to really address that. No one's willing to take on the hard cope. You tell me, you know, over that I'm that I'm a derelict or I'm a what may be true when it comes to me and Terry. But I'm talking about as a, as a normal person, you're, you're going to sit there and, and you know, and, and say I can't. People people react differently. Um, this is this country is all about freedom and and uh, the ability to, to carry arms is one of them, and uh, the right to bear arms, I guess, is its. Well, where, where do you lose that right? I mean, yeah. Arkansas passed a deal where you can carry it in the state capitol now. Yeah. You can carry. And here's the thing about the concealed carry, and I'm going to get Rocky to really go into this, but and not trying to steal his thunder. But if you're a concealed carry permit holder, and, and I am in Texas and Louisiana, you can't be a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, there there is background that you have to pass. There are classes. I think it was an eight-hour deal in Texas uh, that you had to go through. Arkansas require Arkansas is very stringent. They require an eight-hour active shooter uh, class. Wow! That you have to to successfully navigate. Louisiana has one. There's a marksmanship proficiency. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts well, to this thing. That's why I'll never be eligible for concealed carry because I can't hit the broadside of a ball. Oh, Stevie Wonder could get it. It's not that hard. Okay, well, I don't know. He's probably better than I am. I'm pitiful. So well, I don't. Yeah. But, but you know, you get into the into the to the basics of it. Mm-hmm. Should people be allowed to carry weapons at sporting events if they are non felons, concealed carry holders? I would argue this, and, and, you know, I've seen it done a bunch of different ways. The criminals, by definition, are criminals. They don't follow the law. So it's not like the guy's strapping up, getting ready to go to the football game, going, oh, man, and he's a criminal. We have a little bit of a track record. Come on, man, I can't bring my gun. Seriously? Really? Criminals, by definition, break the law. The one thing you can count on a criminal to do is what? break the law be a criminal that's what we do i mean i say we that's the criminals that's what they do they break the law and so attributing uh rational traits to an irrational person not the sharpest idea i mean well it feels good we should all just feel good yeah, it doesn't really work that way, but this is a, this is an ongoing debate you don't think there are unbelievable amounts of weapons at a youth sporting event you know, we don't want to think about it, but it's true. You know, honestly, I I I have never, and when you broached this subject, I, I had never given it that much thought, Terry, to be honest with you. I don't have concealed carry, so I'm probably going to get robbed tonight. Uh, but that's happened to me. You'd think I'd learn my lesson. Um, but I don't, I think the normal everyday person doesn't think, you know, that this is, but I know people that go, when they're going to New Orleans, you better believe they're carrying. <laughs> you better be mounting the, the Uzi. You better believe. On the hood. You believe their sidecars with them, and and I don't blame them. Uh, you know because it's it's just to me it's you know, there's a track history. All you have to do is p- go in the Times Picayune. I mean they have on the front page of the newspaper the New Orleans murder count, and it's it's pathetic, it's sad. But you could see the same thing in Chicago, same thing in Philadelphia. 
you know, here, not so much, but. Per capita? What? Yeah, we're, we're doing okay. We're doing okay, but I guess at the same time, uh, we have, there's more, more of our uh, citizens, I believe, are, uh, for the most part, ready to take on if, you know, they do. They'll have care. a chance. They'll have a chance. They'll that's have a chance. You, and in that situation, that's all you can hope for is a fighting chance. Interesting stuff here is it bleeds over into sports. Uh, you know, we'll get into that with Rocky tomorrow. I'll get back with you on there. Are you more comfortable or less comfortable if you know people are, are carrying in a game? And uh, even if people are not being allowed to carry, do you still think they're not going to do it? How do you feel about that? Or you just kind of put that out of your mind? This and more, folks. Uh, interesting day today. Thanks to our sponsors, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, U.S. 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. G.B. Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause of the Louisiana Special Olympics. My friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death. Just a, just a side note here. Uh, did you hear uh, United Airlines has hired Bobby uh, to, to uh to defend them, I didn't. I know people did not know that, but uh, that's going to test the limits of Bobby's ability. Bobby, I think, is willing to take. I don't know, but uh, they they did not delay. They called. They Bobby called to, Bobby. Thanks today. to my good friend Claude Demin in Birmingham, who reminded me of that. So. Spa, you know, when Bobby gets through with defending yeah. that one, he probably needs to go to Spa Navelle, Lemmy Lane. <laughs> He'll need to pamper yes. the special people in your life. Go by and see Drew and Company. 318-807-1060. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. And Pie Works, Gourmet Pizza mm. by Design. For John Tabor and Jamie Foxx, I'm Terry Walter. Make sure you stay tuned to Sean Fox this afternoon as the debate rages on dropping volley, uh, excuse me, dodgeball in oh, Louisiana. I'm sure, our, at that, yeah, I'm sure our tax issues will be fine. Just catch an Uber. Oh, you can't do that either. You guys have a great day. We'll see you. Aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.